What's wrong with you? But sister, they are just ninjas trying to release their wagons. Oh, we're talking about beans? Yes. We're, Why? Be we're beaners on fucking election day. We're going to talk about beans <laughs> and nothing else, okay? Hey, Siri. Set an alarm for five minutes. I've set an alarm for 1522. I don't have a year for that. Okay, the, the weird part is that you already said the topic before we started, so it's going to be hard to edit that. Beans. Beans, beans. The musical fruit. Um, I just wanted to ask you uh, if you understand this being a beaner on election day. Um, a very good refried bean is probably one of the most underrated things in the world. Even whole. It doesn't have to be like squashed and refried. But I mean like whole, like a good pot of beans. Don't get me wrong. Once it goes bad, it's the worst thing you'll ever smell in your life. But while it's good and vibrant and it can provide sustenance, it is probably one of the hardest things to do and one of the easiest things to overlook. And I know that you cook beans. You've talked about it on previous episodes about how proud of your beans that you are, which makes oh, yeah. you a better beaner than I am. So yeah, I'm very, so very proud of my beans. What you think about them beans? <laughs> You're talking beans, man. I got, I got way more than five minutes for beans. But uh, Bob, seriously, my refried beans. Uh, one day I'm going to enter it. If there ever is a refried bean contest, I would enter it into those that contest, and it would be the vegetarian refried beans because I don't use lard, which is sacrilege to some people, but very progressive to others. Uh, I use olive oil. Yep. Uh, I mean, like. The whole reason I brought this up is because there's this place down the street that I go and I love the beans. I save the beans for last. I sip them like a soup, like a, a, a digestif, like after I'm done eating, like I'm sipping the bean juice and, you know, it, it, it helps. <laughs> is that a good fucking Mexican visual for you? Wow. It's a... but no, it's really good. And I do save it for last. Like I'll eat the tacos. I got still got lengua tacos. Like, but like that is the best part of everything there is the beans. And like, as a kid, you just kind of like brush through the rice and beans. You don't really realize like how important it is. Like, you know, when you know a good Mexican restaurant is when they have good rice and good beans. Yeah. Yeah. If they screw up, you screw up refried beans. I probably won't go back. Like if, if yeah. I'm not, if, if I'm not down with your rice and beans and you, you messed up, like you, you, you got to work on it. And then hopefully another discerning pal who likes it's, beans will come by. Cause I'm not coming back. It's technically a side dish, but it's really reflective of what's going on wherever you're at, where, wherever this restaurant, whatever restaurant it is, it really is reflective on how well they know Mexican food. Yeah, true. Cook, it's, I mean it's the most basic thing, you know, like. You, but it's not easy, though. It's, it's basic, but it's not easy. You know, you know what it is? It's it's the staple food, you know, of, of it's the staple food of Mexico. So, like, technically, like it's like going to. To an Italian restaurant and they, they can't serve noodles, you know, or their noodles suck. You're like, wow, your noodles suck. Like, you ain't, I'm not coming back here. You know, that's it's not how that works. Like the every good restaurant, like the every time I go to a restaurant, I order like the most basic thing. If I go for the first time, because I want to see hey, if you screw this up, I'm not ordering your anything else from here. Like that doesn't make any sense. You know, you work away from the bottom up. I mean, I know it's just, I'm a weird guy that way. I know a lot of people just like to go show up and 
whatever the no, chef has no, that actually, day or whatever. That actually makes sense because there's a uh, friend of mine I met out here, and he does like a thing where he judges pizza, and it was called the gold medal standard. And that was like, if you can't, he goes in to a pizza place, and the first thing he would get is a cheese pizza. That's one slice. That's it. And he, I'm like, that's it? Like, what if they have like some weird shit? Don't you try that? And he's like, no, no, no. gold medal standard. But if they can't get a fucking cheese pizza right, you don't want anything else on that fucking menu. And I was like, no. Yeah, yeah it's true. You don't want to. Why, why would you? <laughs> like, I mean, if they call the only other time, if I go somewhere for the first time, if I got a good rec, somebody else is like, hey, you got to go to this place. It's really good. And or if it, they have a specialty, if they're like, hey, listen, this is our specialty. You know, like uh, like here, you know, Philippe's in uh, downtown yeah, with a French dip, dip sandwich. Yeah. yeah. You don't go to, you know, you don't go somewhere that's known for that one particular item. You don't order that one particular item. So, yeah, you order that French dip sandwich, you know. Yeah. Uh, but anything else, any other place, like just a random place, it's like, hey, listen, this is Mario's. We have Mario food, but, which is my way of saying Italian, apparently. Uh, you know, and you can't do – you screw up the spaghetti and meatballs, I'm not coming back here. Yeah. No, you know, sure. it's very basic stuff. I, mean, I also like to say, Mo, why you know I speak with your accent no more? <laughs> little Mo, little baby Mo, little kid Mo. <laughs> per- Dude, we are getting way better on the timing. Yeah, we're coming somewhere. Welcome back to Captain Fever. Tony G here, Big Ed. You know how, how you been, man? Uh, I've been good. We've actually not done this for a minute, so it's good. Yeah. To, good to see your face. Yeah, it is nice to see, man. We haven't we haven't really done anything the last like two weeks. They finish it on election day. We could be we jump back into overdrive, huh? I need anything but to watch the media right now. Yeah, right. It's, I'm good. If it's my son hit me up like yesterday. He's like, "Hey, Dad, how you feeling?" I'm like, "Fine. Why?" I'm a little nervous. I'm like, why? He's like, "Tomorrow's election day." Like that's not how you're supposed to feel as a twelve-year-old. No, <laughs> like, like that's sad, bro. Like it's no, are you okay, no, you're man? Right. Like, and I have a friend. Um, she actually posted this on like social media today. That uh, Carrie Camacho, what's up? Uh, her son was like, "I'm not going out there today," and she was like, "How many other parents are having their you know ten to twelve-year-old children telling them I'm not going out there today? It's going to be fucking crazy." You're like, you know, I just I'd rather stay home today. Like, I mean, that's a normal thing for ch- children these days, but today specifically of all days, they know what's going on and like, what this is going to mean. Yeah. It, it, I mean, I don't want to get too deep into it, but it just used to be like, Hey, look, man, whoever, whoever the president was, it was like your taxes were going to be a little different, you know? And now it's like, whoever the president is, apparently your whole life is going to change or whatever, or maybe it'll stay the same, or maybe it won't, or maybe, maybe there'll be civil war. Who knows? You know? So and it's like, you know, interesting times. It's, Can we say I mean, that? It's the access to information. It's the information age. So, yeah. like, but all I remember from election days is like, hey, you saw Born in East LA last week, right? Who's the president of the United States? And I was like, is it John Wayne? John Wayne from <laughs> the Valley days. Like, that's how little I cared about politics at that age. You know what I mean? Like, much yeah. less realizing an election was going on the day, you know, when it's election day. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I remember when I was a kid, I had to go up and uh, there was a, a it was it was Clinton, Bush, and Perot, oh, and we were having like a mock debate over two. One person was Clinton, one person was Bush, and I was Ross Perot. 
And I was just like, I got big ears. Did you rock the ears? No, but I just kept saying I had big ears because I had no idea what that do. I, dude, I was a kid. I didn't know what that. And honestly, I remember vividly, neither only one dude knew about the other, his candidate and knew was because was able to speak competently about his candidate. Mm. Like the other dude who was speaking about Bush, like yeah, he's just gonna, you know, he, no taxes, I guess. I don't know. Like, you know, like what the fuck do we know? We're like in seventh grade. My kid won class representative two weeks ago. Nice. Which kid? Uh, my oldest son, Bodie. He he won because. Uh, Is that the sociopath? Yes. Then that's finally. Not, then that's not a good thing, right? Well, no, he's a good kid, man. <laughs> He's just, he's just, uh, I don't know. That's a, I'm trying to focus on something positive here, man. Okay. La- last year, he ran for class representative and lost because he ran on the mom, who is the principal's platform of, I'll do good things for this school and work hard for you, the people in my class, and I'll represent your class with fairness and all kinds of this shit, you know? Yeah. Like hand, hand in the, uh, hand fist in the palm oh no new taxes or whatever it's like and you know i'm like well those uh those nine-year-olds aren't going to care about that so i went with last year said why don't you just say hey i'm just a regular guy i like pizza i like hot dogs i like i like ice cream and i like i like sunshiny days so a vote for me is a vote for all those things bam right she went with mom he went with moms and lost by a landslide he went with my platform this year. One. Just straight flip that thing on a tear, dude. That's a very Trump platform to run on. You know that, right? Dude, he's in the sixth grade. Like, what do you want me to do? You like, turn your son into a you call you say he's a sociopath, and then you run him on a Trump platform of I'm the everyday dude and I'm not a politician. And if I get in office, then whatever. That's neither here nor there. Hey, dude, seriously, that's politics, man. What do you want me to do? I'm gonna call him. Little, I'm gonna call him Little Trump from now on. Trumpi, <laughs> Trumpito. Hey. So, so my kids have their communion this weekend. <laughs> gonna go from blow to communion. I love it. What are we talking? Yeah. About? Well, yeah. <laughs> like, I love thought I'd keep stay in the same lane, you know. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, yeah. That was interesting. Well, the uh, this pope did make the first black archbishop, I think, recently, right? A couple of days ago or something. Mm-hmm. Which is a little overdue, but what are you? A little, <laughs> a little. Yeah, yeah. That should have been the first place to give credence to someone who's of different skin color, dude. Like, he's baseball. Barely baseball was the first one to just like incorporate and be like, it's all good, bro. Like, not not religion <laughs> where we where we preach love and acceptance and shit like that. Like, no, that was the last one to be like, you can't work in our religion, but you can come in and give us money. Yeah. This communion was fun. I mean, it was shorter than most and it was out in a parking lot of the church. <laughs> and uh, I don't really, I'm not much of a church goer. I don't really go to church. My mom was like, she kind of, uh, egged me on to it. Well, well, when was the last time you went to church uh, of your own volition? Not because it was a funeral or a communion or something along those lines. Have you ever been to a church of your own volition? Oh, yeah. I've been to church. I've gone. You know, like, uh, not not recently. I mean, we went for this because uh, there was uh, my youngest son, Ben, wasn't baptized. 
and apparently we waited too long to just get him to just march him over there and have him baptized and then roll out. So we had to uh, had to enroll them in him in a class, like a communion class. So he'd be baptized and then have to go to to communion. So we were going, they'd make us go then. I mean, well, they'd be like, hey, it's mandatory that you go. So there was that. So it's hard. I mean, that's not necessarily of my own volition, but no, not. That's all I'm asking. What was the last time you went of your own volition? <laughs> to be honest, I maybe never. Maybe not never. I've gone on my own volition to church. What I've never, but I can't remember. What were, what were you praying for? Because people don't just go to church. Usually, pray in a form of desperation. You know, like I was probably yeah, that's just, what I mean, Tony. yeah, yeah. So what was maybe I lost on? a job and was like, what hey, dear was God, going please. on, Tony. Perhaps I lost my job or something, and like I like and was like, "Hey God, just you know, kind of you know, help me get a job. That's it. I gotta go. Like, you know, give me. It's weird. Uh, I have a weird situation with God in my own right. I don't really like. I don't subscribe to like religion. I don't think it's like my. I I've been going to these classes with my kids. My oldest, he knows it's bullshit. You know, he's like, dude, like. You know, whatever, man. Like, I gotta, I gotta do what? I gotta sit here and listen yeah. to this. You know, like, and he's like, it's just boring, man. I don't want to be here. I don't, and I'm thinking, like, yeah, well, it is Catholicism, and it is boring. That's just what it is. You know, uh, a score did happen though with COVID. Is that we had we stopped? This kind of opened the, up the whole thing. We had to do a bunch of classes, right? Yeah. And then COVID happens, and then we don't have to do the classes anymore. I still owed them money. So they hit me up. Well, if your kid still wants communion, then uh, you have to finish paying the money and then go to communion. And I'm thinking like, well, he hasn't done any of the classes. How is he going to learn about God? And they don't care. Huh? You, you replied with that? Are you serious? Oh, no. I went with, yeah, sure. But in my head, oh, I'm okay. like, oh. it just kind of, well, sorry about that. I, I tend to do that. I, <laughs> I say what's out of my, but what I'm saying is that I've, I've figured, I knew that was like, okay, it is bullshit. Like they just want the money. Right. I mean, ultimately, yeah, that's it. if they really cared, they want my kid to know more about God. Right. And when we were there, it was just like regurgitating, like, you know, platitudes and things, you know? So like my kids, I realized that they knew nothing about Jesus, <laughs> like, like the story of Jesus or anything. So I'm just like, before, like maybe a week before communion, I'm like, hey, listen, let's just sit down and I'll tell you about this. So I was like, yeah, there's this dude named Jesus going around the Sea of Galilee, healing people and stuff, you know? And I kind of just explained the whole thing in like a real basic manner. And they were just like, oh, okay. Did they, did they confuse him with Santa Claus at all during the story? No, no. And I'm glad they did not because I would be like, when does Santa come in to play? But I, at least uh, I, I, I got that going for me. South but, so it'll tell you. But yeah, it's weird. Like now that they had their communion, I don't think we're really going to go back. And it's kind of like, I don't know, the whole time it just feels weird. You ever do something where you're like, this feels normal. And then all of a sudden it just doesn't. Um, yeah, I'd say, I don't know, man. Masturbating is some really weird shit. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is kind of like that. Uh, and yeah, I know we're talking about two completely different things here, but it is kind maybe of like not, that. maybe not. No, no, it is like that where you're just like, okay, this is wrong. No, you're basically just or, jerking, jerking off the church. Yeah, it, it, it's in a way. I think. Look, okay, the way I figure it. Okay, you really want? I 
my thought process on it is like, okay, a lot of these people here aren't really good people, but wow. if you go to church, you're cool. You know, it's like, what, what would, why would God even want you in heaven? You know, like I have a feeling that God don't even like any of us. <laughs> like, why would he like, if, would God put us on earth you for think all the thinks, bad things that happen? You think you know, it's like, and he thinks and it thinks. God is definitely a guy, mainly because a woman would probably be looking out for us a little more. You know, that, that's my thought process. Like, wait a minute, a guy would, yeah, yeah, it's more of a guy. A woman would be like, no, no, you're cool. Probably get cut of some slack, a little more compassion. You ever watch any of the Joseph Campbell episodes uh, from PBS, the interviews before he died? No. Okay, well, that's, that's my church. That's what I watch all the time when I feel like I need some uh, religion. Um, to answer my own question, the last time I went to a church of my own volition is because it looked pretty, and I went in. Um, <laughs> and once I got in there, I was like, oh, okay. There is, it is a, uh, you know, it's four walls that are dedicated to something, and if you walk in and you get some kind of feeling, then I guess it's doing its job, right? Whether it's the stained glass windows, uh, this poor guy who's bleeding out of his knuckles, bleeding out of his wrists or whatever, you know, like, Whatever, whatever it is that it makes you invoke some feeling of something beyond uh, whatever you can see and touch, that, that's a pretty good job. Um, I forgot where I was going with that. Dude, you're on fire today. So, yeah, Joseph Campbell um, is a man who studied every religion there is on the planet. Like, he just found it interesting, and he saw that there was um, – uh, things that you could tell about the human condition and the human spirit by whatever things were similar in every, didn't matter what continent, what era, what epoch you grew up in. Uh, there's some ties between humanity, humans and what, what really should be called humanity. And um, watching him break shit down and be interviewed and be like, hey, where do you think love comes from? And you have every myth about love to pull upon gives you a unique um a unique position uh a unique viewpoint in seeing the world and if you watch him talk like uh pbs joseph campbell interviews look it up it's on youtube it's on netflix actually too it just came on maybe like six months ago um it's like watching yoda talk it's weird it's he's not he doesn't he seems like the happiest dude in the world and he got has everything figured out nothing is stressful even when he's talking about bad times in his life, it doesn't seem uh, it doesn't seem terrible. And there's just a, a weird level of um, Jedi that he is. And I guess I say that because George Lucas based Star Wars on his teachings. <laughs> well, there you go. Like, yeah, maybe maybe I should give that a go. Part of me just like is the way I just tell my kids is don't be a dick. You know, like most people, if you just, whatever you do, just stop and look, hey, am I being, am I going to hurt somebody with what my actions right now? Yeah. And if that answer is yes, then you should, probably shouldn't do it. You know, and, and that's like the rules I've kind of lived by my whole life. I mean, that's basic teaching to Jesus, if you want to say that. And probably the basic teachings of every tenet of religion, every religion is just don't be a dick. You know, don't hurt if you if your actions hurt others especially needlessly then there's no reason to do it you know? yeah it's the i think he said uh, joseph campbell said that one of the main connections he sees through all religions is uh is trying to teach you 
to care about others because we're all connected. And what happens to one happens to us all, whether you see it or not. So, you know, the, med- the analogy of stepping in a lake on one side or an ocean or whatever on one side and then the other side, it becomes a tidal wave. You don't, you don't get to see that happen. But- That's kind of precisely my point, why God's a dude, you know? Like everybody who around, everybody who says stuff like positive <coughs> shit like that, you know, like ends up dead. Well, I mean, okay. And I, and I don't mean of old age. I mean, they end up getting murdered, you know? No, I, I get Take Jesus. Saying. Hey man, treat others the way you want to be treated and, and, you know, and love your neighbor like you would love yourself. Yeah. Crucified. Uh, I'm sorry. The reason, I'm sorry. The reason I brought him up was because you said the male uh, that God has some male aspects. Um, he's one of his episodes is a is called uh, "Love and the Goddess," and it's just about love in general and how where how we've evolved as a species with love and what it's meant to us different points. And the other thing is about the goddess, and it's so messed up because these are two huge things. And they cram them into one episode. Everything else gets this full episode. But his main thesis point in this is, what if instead of starting the Lord's, quote unquote, Lord's Prayer with our Father in Heaven, it was our Mother in Heaven? You know how different of a culture you have with just that one change? It's a different reality. Hmm. Interesting. Well, the mother gives life. The mother feeds, nourishes from her body. Like, it's a different... Um, it's it's the uh, uh, hunter-gatherer culture. It's before we became more uh, uh, societal, I guess, and, and stagnant, stationary. Cool. It's almost like some... That sounds like something we could have used at the end of the show. I thought we are at the end. Well, you kind of just railroaded me there, so I guess we are. Let's do this. <laughs> uh, our mother throughout the garden heaven, thank you for Ending this show for me. <laughs> hey, missiles are just dicks. Not in this room anyway. This has been Cabin Fever. Thank you, Ed. Thanks for coming on. Hey, remember to subs- Thanks for coming on. We're on the show every day, bro. Remember to uh, vote. Remember to vote. And uh, Wait, to be so quite that. honest, it's probably too late anyway if you haven't. <laughs> so whatever. Uh, I just wanted to sound relative. Yeah, right. Just, you know what? Love thy neighbor. Treat everybody nicely. Don't be a dick. Dicks are missing. And also don't forget to subscribe. That'd be cool. We have fans. And thank you to you.